0: Wag one my brethren this be a twenty seventeen remix Play the music Titi your cute little engine <laughs> We two star podcast we are great spreading love denouncing hate Posh and White and Southern too We're the really middle class crew We check our privilege with different things to say on internet's pretender waves Steamports wanking claws and bellens Graham and his friends Graham he's a cheeky chum Imagining things in football men's Tom Tom. Campbell. Adam likes to have a moan about politics and Apple phones. Daniel likes erotic fanfic and looking at foreskin dick pics. Uncut. Christopher has bad internet. Fobaloon brown oak. <laughs> We're two-star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. We don't do bants cause we're not lads, our comedy accents are very bad, all with different things to say on internet's pretend waves. Pooh and farts and dick pic nudes, Buddy radio partner. and his co-accused, we two star podcast, we are great, spreading love, denouncing hate, our listenership is very few, but we love every one of you. Even Pooh Man! one more thing I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, so please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a ballet I copy my manager in so she can see uh, that I've done something. It's a good tactic. You're sending an email that makes you look good. Just copy them
1: in. It does it does seem a little desperate after a while when you do it every time? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like the kid. It's like the kid in class who's just standing there, sitting there with the hand up, straining, going, "Miss, miss, miss, pick me, pick me, pick me." Yeah.
0: Sometimes she will ask, "Why? Why did I copy her in?" I said, "I just." I wanted you to know that I, uh, I was still still working at five o'clock, but I haven't gone home. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I had a, I had a, a one of the managers when I was working in the NHS like about ten years ago now, who used to schedule his emails to go out at like three in the morning. Oh uh, yeah. So that it looked like he was you know up up late working. and It's just made him like a dickhead. Yeah,
0: my my friend uh, my friend at university did that when he was on placement. You so said, like, if you finish something at two in the afternoon, um, re- you know, write the email, attach it, just send it just before you go home so it looks like you've been busy. You just have two hours. Just doing other mm. stuff.
1: Mm. Well, Daniel, um, you're very much in charge. Am I? To some extent, so... Um, go. Right. Which, Daniel, again?
2: Yeah, come to... Yeah. From- Four weeks. Okay.
1: Shockingly. Unlike his podcasts.
2: Well, well yes. Um, the less about that, the better. Well, you're
1: building on quite a backlog, Dan. So <laughs> one, one backlog. Well, at this point, it's basically two. Yeah, it'll be two in an hour's time, but at the moment, it's one. So um... let me let me let me just say, uh, so you're aware. Um, I have a tweet scheduled from the Two Star Podcast account for Thursday at 8:30 PM, uh, which will go out unless a podcast has materialised celebrating the one month anniversary of us recording <laughs> episode 91.
2: I mean, we should probably do that anyway, um, but yes, I, I will crack on.
0: Um, there's there's going to be like a similar to the the Orgreave um, Truth and Justice campaign. There'll be. <laughs> Uh, I mean, there'll be, You know, what are you hiding, Daniel? The the public demand that you release episode 91, because the public needs to know. Justice for episode 91. Yeah.
2: Mm, um, I think I may be cutting this bit, just in the interests of our, our listeners' sensibilities, but anyway.
1: Well, I, um, I know that you won't know how to do that, so that's fine. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. Also, I admire your optimism that you're going to get around to editing this podcast, I mean. It, genu- genuinely, I haven't shut my computer down in four weeks because
2: I have an open thing in Audacity um or podcast. <laughs> um, I'm not very far in, I'll not lie, but um, I'm somewhere in. Anyway.
0: Well, I think you should just, just get this one out, just to prevent further backlog. Just rush this one through. It'd be easier because there's only three tracks. Um, it's probably not going to be that long. Just, just get this one out, like, tomorrow. Um...
2: Bosh, done. Yeah. I could splice random little bits of episode 91 into it just for the... You, just for the show.
0: flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Let's let do it like flashback sequences.
2: Um, anyway. Uh, good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to episode 95 of the Two Star Podcast, or possibly, by some other metric, episode 91, part 2. Um... I am here, and I am Daniel. You probably may have forgotten that, but anyway, um, I'm here with my two friends, Adam. Hello. And Chris. Hello. Um, uh, My other friend, Graham, has begged off for reasons that remain unclear. I can only assume that he is shitting.
1: So. um, I mean, statistically likely.
2: It is statistically almost a certainty. Uh, It's that or masturbating, but, you know, I wasn't going to mention that.
0: Why do you always go go low? You're you're better than that, Dan. Sorry? You're just better than that. Why do you always go, go lowbrow?
2: Because I'm actually lowbrow. There's nothing wrong with lowbrow.
0: brow. you should we should all be like Michelle Obama. When they go low we go high. That's what
1: Oh, right. Okay. And look
2: what happened there. Hmm. So, in effect, we yeah. was saying, in some way, my going lowbrow is a de- defence against animated orange tutos.
1: And you having your, like, youth education programme cancelled?
2: Yes. I have a youth education programme?
0: Not anymore. Ha-ha! Boom, boom!
2: Fair enough. Probably a good thing. Um, I was clearly giving it as much attention as I give the podcast. Boom, boom. Uh, so, Chris, you have some things that you'd like to talk about. Uh, um, yeah. A bit worrying, um, and I'm I'm slightly worried that you too are shitting. Um, but how, do you want to know? How do you know if cream has gone off?
0: Yeah how how can you tell if cream has gone bad?
1: Well, it'll start to smell, right? It'll taste sour, um, and eventually it'll start to go yellow and crusty. Hmm. Yeah,
0: it'll taste sour.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's sour cream, you know. That's fine.
0: But then if it goes sour, then is that not just sour cream? Well... So you think, oh, well, so- it's not cream anymore. Now it's sour cream. It's still fine to eat. It's just changed.
1: Well, I mean... I think the, 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 the difference is that sour cream is intentionally, like, fermented, whereas cream that goes off not so much.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. I think fermented might not be quite the right word. We'll say something something's different,
1: isn't it? Something has changed. Yeah, well, I mean, it is, it is fermented. That's what sour cream is. Fermented? Yeah, okay. something
2: has eaten the sugar and turned it into sourness.
1: Hmm, oh, okay. But it's very much done under controlled conditions, not just in your fridge because you forgot about it. Right. Yeah, so it's... Been
2: fermented by something safe rather than say listeria or um but
0: then,
1: or how do you make butter
0: butter from cream cream and then you leave it for a bit or you shake it up
1: well no it's milk and you churn it i mean that's why you have a butter churn obviously uh, that's the extent of my knowledge about butter starts
0: off as cream doesn't it it starts off as cream and then you shake it a lot um and then it turns into butter and then you can leave it for ages can't you
2: Yes. That's yeah, but how it gets out, so the bacteria can't get in.
0: Because what go what makes butter go off is not the the temperature. Because you you you're meant to leave butter not in the fridge. You're meant to leave it just in a butter dish. It's actually the the air exposure to the air that causes it to go rancid rather than. Um,
2: yes, it's solid rather than a liquid, so the bacteria can't penetrate.
0: Okay, but they could with my cream. Yes. Right. Well, shall I explain why I, I want to know?
1: I'm going to guess. Is it, is it something that you kind of wish in retrospect you had already known? Well, no. Or... I, I've
0: I've just eaten some cream, just but um. Oh, we are having?
1: The conversation. It,
0: it 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 had changed slightly in
1: appearance. Um. <laughs> that, was it like the yellow and lumpy it, doing cream tea? It
0: yeah yeah it had it it was a bit thicker than it had been what happened is my my neighbour gave me a little pot of cream that he didn't want uh, which had come with a cream cake um, and he didn't want it so I think that was on Saturday uh, so I had a little bit of it on Saturday and then today I remembered that I'd got it and I I got it out and you know when custard forms like a skin it had had done that it had gone all thick on top Um, Mm. but I sort of thought oh that's that's probably alright and it smelled a little bit but I didn't know if it was what cream smelled like I didn't know if it just smelled of cream
2: Um, well Chris there's no easy way to say this but um, you're going to die well, I, don't probably think I not not soon. Probably quite a good amount of pain, but uh, you are going to die.
0: I mean, well, given enough time, of course. But I think it was fine. I think it was either cream that had gone a bit thick, or mm-hmm. it like a like a little caterpillar turning into a beautiful butterfly. It started to turn into another delicious dairy product like was it
2: actually
1: delicious
0: yeah it was it was nice yeah um and i think it oh, was maybe no. you may
1: not be about to about
0: it. maybe it was becoming butter or maybe it was becoming a kind of cheese i don't know
2: certainly a kind of cheese is a possibility <laughs> yeah no a very bad and toxic kind of cheese for sure but um
0: but yeah i i would li- i'd like to know categorically at what what you know for future reference uh, at what point um at what point is cream a no longer cream and b well what it turns into can i eat it
2: i mean the only way i can see of testing this hypothesis is for you to leave out tiny little pots of cream and then eat them on a day-to-day basis until you can't tolerate eating them anymore. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to do it for science. And the first few days would be lovely, because you'd be having comparatively fresh cream every day. But um, then it might get a bit bad.
0: Yeah, but um, but then you... See, with yogurt, I, you're pretty safe with yogurt, whatever, aren't you? Because it's already gone off. So you mm, can't really go off further, of. can it?
2: I mean it can it just takes a while
0: well what, what what does it turn into it doesn't it just gets more yogurty
2: well no because you can get actually like furry rubbish
1: mm. on it. yeah you can get moldy yoghurt well that's not the
0: yoghurt that's something that's growing so the yoghurt hasn't gone bad it's just something else has started to eat it
1: well, yes. I mean, it's decided that you obviously aren't going to finish it. Mm.
0: Okay, but then, like, you get blue cheese, which is delicious. Um, what about blue yogurt?
2: Um, I mean, you're welcome to try.
0: I think this could be a new, a new food group, a new craze I've invented.
2: D- Chris, do you know why perhaps it's not a craze?
0: Well, just because nobody's good. nobody's thought of it yet. I mean, no one like no, 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 ten years no. ago. Nobody was eating avocado on toast, were they? But now, no, now it's everywhere.
2: Lots of people so tried to make it bad. It's just they're all dead.
0: I don't think so. I think if we could, if we could um, sponsor some key influencers. That's a new word I've learned. Influencers okay. uh, on social media, like uh, like the cold brew hipster. If we could get him tweeting about how much he really enjoyed delicious blue yoghurt, um, mm. then then all of his followers uh, would all eat it as well.
1: And that's our market. I mean, they might. They probably won't. Well, I mean, you say that, but we need to be careful because there has recently been a dramatic fall in the stock of key influencers and social media personalities. Um, following the uh, spectacular clusterfuck that was the Fire Festival, oh, yeah, yes. but
0: but like um, the Coldbrew Hipster wasn't one of them, was he?
1: No, no. I mean, because I mean, it's like ten thousand. It was like ten grand a ticket. So
0: yeah, I mean, so so his his uh, his brand will be unimpaired.
1: Well, I mean, directly, yes. But, I mean, indirectly, we need to be careful. Because, like I said, there may well be impact from the just kind of general lack of trust now in uh, in social media influencers. Mmm.
2: Mmm.
0: Okay. But I think he's quite trustworthy, isn't he?
2: Well, you think that, I mean, but you're quite He's dull. already
0: in the, in the food market, because he was in that um, Tesco advert, so... I reckon with his contacts at Tesco's, he could uh, he could get us into them with our blue yoghurt.
2: I mean, do you have any actual products ready to go in the, in this blue yoghurt?
0: No, line? all I've got is the idea of getting normal yoghurt and waiting for it to go mouldy.
2: Should you not test if you can actually make blue yoghurt first? Because it might come out yellow or green or something, and then all your marketing stuff will be fine. Uh,
0: okay, well, I mean... Okay, we could uh we could just have a backup of um food colouring, couldn't we? You know, like I suppose. like blue, blue blue raspberry soda. Just like that. Which but, obviously contains blue no raspberries.
2: Form. Well it's worth trying. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. Well, if any if any key internet influencers are interested in uh, influencing the public uh, to say that blue yogurt is delicious, then uh, then do that, and if and when I make blue yogurt, um, I will I'll share my fortune. So that's good. I'm I'm happy now.
2: Cool. Lovely. So we have our new product line. Um, hopefully, we'll be starting the two-star podcast brand on it.
0: And and because because it's blue yogurt, I mean, there there must be some innuendo mileage there, mustn't there? Must there? Yeah, blue, blue yogurt,
1: yogurt.
0: Blue blue means smutty, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, but I mean, who wants smutty
0: yogurt?
1: Um, I'm sure, your mum yogurt. does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: See. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that. I mean, the advertising campaign writes itself, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, your mum,
2: the advertising campaign.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your mum likes blue yogurt. <laughs> it's obvious. Yeah, fair enough. And come on, Dan. I've... like you're supposed to be our our social media manager. Am I? Yeah. What? Did you did you did you not get the memo? No. This explains so much.
2: I mean, it only explains a few things. I did get all the other memos, but no, not that one. Shocking. Mm. I mean, to be honest, I've come to expect this. Yeah. You know, if I check my email every now and then, maybe these things would be avoided, but that seems like a lot of effort, frankly.
0: Uh, I'm thinking maybe maybe we could get a tie-in with uh, the Jolly Green Giant.
2: What, the Jolly Blue the Giant? The Jolly
0: Green... no, no. Um, The Green Giant... And the the tagline could be the green giant makes gallons of blue yogurt.
2: That is getting slightly
0: (laughs) see Mm. see. I knew that there was there was mileage in it.
1: I mean, if you if you beat the horse hard enough, it will look like it's maybe alive. Yeah. Or leak blue yogurt.
0: Yeah. Say oh, where's where's Graham gone? On the subject of he's um. He is um, filling his his boots with lovely blue
2: yoghurt. I'm 99.99% certain that is not what he's doing. Okay. Anyway, so we have our product line. um, We have a nascent marketing campaign, um, as long as I'm not the social media person. Um, Lovely. I'll get you to report back next, next week, Chris.
1: Um, on the subject of terrible products that nobody wants, yeah, um, I, I felt it necessary to uh, mention something that came up in my Twitter feed today, which is uh, the latest in a grand line of smart products. Uh, everyone knows the Internet of Things is the uh, the must-have yep. uh, gadget class of the year. So uh, this is a, a Korean startup called Monit, mm-hmm. um, and they have developed a smart napping. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So um I mean obviously you two won't know this because uh, you're not parents but it is a constant hassle uh, having to try and tell whether or not my child has shit themselves. Um because there's just no way to know. Well no, obviously. Um but like shit smells or anything. This uh this Smart nappy that has an external sensor, so you know it doesn't get covered in poo, um, that will monitor uh, like air quality and uh, moisture and various other metrics in order to establish whether or not your child has filled their nappy. Where is this sensor? And then report to you uh, over Bluetooth to uh, a companion app.
0: Where is the sensor? How uh,
1: close to um, ground zero is oh, it? Oh, it's attached. It's, a, it's attached to the, the nappy, but it is external. Okay. So I thought nappies were disposable. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, the. I'm just trying to have a look. So it is. It is. To be fair, it is just a a sensor by the looks of it that you attach to the nappy. I don't think it actually. Yeah, it wraps around the nappy. Um, it's not the nappy itself, technically. It is a smart monitor um, for uh, going outside nappy and can detect feces and urine by monitoring a combination of temperature, humidity, and gas.
0: Okay, I've got Mm. I've got some questions. Um, I mean, I can see potentially if you were in a different room, um, it might be it might be useful to know. But I mean, sometimes, say say your baby is sleeping um
1: okay but so if... so so chris, just just you know l- lay this out for me the lay l- this this scenario where you're in a different room to your child who's still in nappies um and there you need to identify at high speed whether or not they've shit themselves yeah
0: well okay I so mean... so my my thinking is if if your child had um bad nappy rash. Something like that, and so it was really important um to avoid them being sat in a, a soggy nappy that this this might might work quite well for that I mean I think if I was irresponsible for a child i would uh I would wait until the nappy was so sopping wet it
2: just disintegrated so you see I was slightly disappointed in this because um, I was sort of hoping it had not not just a has your child chat itself sensor but more sort of a like pressure and volume sensor so you could see like how healthy they were and you know just how much poop was in there Um, if you had to worry that
1: you know oh it's just a mild one don't worry too much or proper poop explosion. Um, So, yeah, we we established that um, I have no doubt this is going to be hugely expensive Mm. uh, when it comes out, which really will counter most of the benefits of a poop sensor.
0: I mean, I'm thinking, um, what about false positives? So, someone that that we know that um, has children that have had nappies on is Graham, and... We're aware that he may produce atmospheric conditions um, that uh, may mimic the effects of a, a, a nappy being pooed in.
2: Dear listeners, at this point we had technical difficulties, by which I mean all the talk of shit clogged up Chris's internet pipes, so we had to abandon the recording. Sorry about that, but the rest of it was pretty rubbish anyway. Never mind, we will see you next week, which you've probably already heard so probably the week after, for another episode of Two Star Podcast. Thanks, everyone. Bye.